0: Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the SNL Stats podcast. My name is John, back in the driver's seat after a week off of the podcast. If you haven't checked out last week's show, just like Toonces, The Driving Cat, I handed the keys to the podcast over to our super fans, Sammy, Bill, Haynes, and Haskell. They did an incredible job. I really hope you check it out. It was a practically a, a two-hour show where they went over their top five lists of the best SNL meta moments, political impressions, they even played some games. So it's a really fun show if you're looking for something to listen to before SNL returns next week. I think you'll really enjoy it. I also think tonight's show will be really interesting to get you excited for SNL coming back. We have three shows in December, so this is our last off week and I wanted to do something fun for any SNL historians out there. So tonight we are live with James Stevens He is a huge SNL fan and a collector of SNL memorabilia. So for all of you SNL history junkies, this is the show for you. So James, welcome to the show. How are you doing?
1: Doing great, John. Thanks so much for having me. And thank you for, you know, providing this platform for everybody to kind of, you know, it's it's a really cool community. And and Sammy K and uh, team last week, it was a fantastic show, as you mentioned. So check yeah, it well, out if you haven't
0: yeah oh thanks yeah, i'm glad you enjoyed it uh you know it was it was sammy's first time hosting so and he he crushed it so i'm i'm looking forward to doing more super fan takeovers uh probably over the holidays so you guys have something to listen to if you're traveling and and stuff like that some fun and games after these uh next three shows uh but let's let's focus on tonight because uh, i think this is going to be really really cool and i want everybody to get to know you a little bit because uh we had a conversation over the last couple weeks about you know, your love of SNL and your connections with, with some of the things that you've collected over the years. And I would love to hear how you got into SNL and what your history with the show is.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, You know, that's always the shows that you've done, you know, you bring on the new person and you kind of go, how did you, how did you fall into the SNL um, love fest or whatever for me? it was somewhere around 1988, 89. Um, I think it was the 15th anniversary special, which would have come out in September of uh, 89. Um, that and also the uh, the best of Saturday Night Live at, on Nick at Night, which I think started in, in 1988, if I'm not mistaken, but those were like 30 minute um, Chunks uh, primarily at least what I remember were like the first five years but edited down in in 30 minute shows So it was kind of you know uh, Strange sometimes like just two sketches or whatever. But for me, I remember the 15th anniversary special Um, I was probably I think in seventh grade and just you know a star-studded audience you know uh, the opening montage listing of, of of people after you know person after person, which you know now we've you know seen the 25th anniversary and the 40th you know just blew everybody's uh, mind away. Um, but as a as a junior high, uh, James Stevens, the the 15th anniversary seeing sketches, Chop and Broccoli, you know Ed Grimley, um, you know it's funny to kind of go back and watch that uh at this point you know you see chevy chase at the beginning you know talking about backstage you know uh doing the fall or not doing the fall lauren trying to talk him out of you know not doing the fall because he's you know he's he's getting up there in age uh and he and he goes out there in the balcony and he you know he's got popcorn or whatever and and drops it all over donald trump who you know you just was not uh the same Donald Trump we have today, no, no, which is just sort of interesting to see him from just that point of view. Um, but just, you know, after Tom Hanks, monologue, uh, which I think he was, yeah, he opened it and it just went straight into the Wolverines uh, sketch and just, you know, started playing things back. So for me, I was just like, you know, what is this show? I know you and I had talked about, uh, for you, I think it was the 40th. Wanting to go back and do a little bit of research. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the, the 40th anniversary. I don't know if I have actually spoken about this on the podcast, but it was the 40th anniversary. I, I was into the show um, and I loved the show prior to it, but it was the 40th anniversary that I, I think you're what you're describing. I think we're so similar in that it is that moment. For me, it was when you know Jimmy Fallon, and Justin Timberlake, and and I've admired Justin Timberlake my whole life, and. You know, when, when I see the two of them and then they say, like, live from New York and it pans to the entire audience at the 40th. And then you have the credits where it just, like, it never stops. Like, the credits <laughs> right. just, it was like, they they introduced, like, 100 people were in the cast that night. And I I remember, like, as, I mean, I'm sure this is a podcast for super fans. So, like, I'm not afraid to be nerdy here and say that I would or, or DVR'd that, you know, the SNL 40th. And I would sometimes like play the opening of the 40th to hype me up because I was so, it, it just gave me like chills. Even, um, like as I, am an event producer and I'm an event MC outside of this podcast stuff. And there was a couple times I remember, like I put it on before I would go to an event and I would, I would host an event and I just like really like it put myself in this like SNL mode and there's just, there's something about these anniversary shows that are just like so cool. So I think the fact that the 15th was so inspiring for you um, is is like, it totally makes sense how you got into the show.
1: Well, and I remember, no, it, it, it's spot on. Um, but uh, after the 15th, you know, and, and kind of getting more into the show and watching it as a, as not just a casual uh, viewer, but, you know, you know, being, uh, uh, you know, you know, regular, you know, tuning in, you know, each each week kind of thing and starting to record them and all that. But then the 25th anniversary was, I think the next, you know, real uh, thing that they celebrated. And I just remember, um, It was a time where, you know, the Internet was was now a thing and people were spotting celebrities entering 30 Rock at the 25th and just going, oh, my gosh, you know, this person's there and this person's there. And then the 40th, like what you're talking about, just as the opening montage with all those names. I remember they came out; NBC came out with, I think, three different teasers. They were like 15 seconds. I don't think they were 30 second teasers that just had the names popping up there on the, on the home base stage uh, to tease folks that these are the people that are going to be there. And I just uh, remember just getting super, super psyched to just see what they were going to do with the 40th. And it was, uh, of course, that was still one of the, and Lauren talks about that as, you know, probably one of the best shows. I, I think he's said he's produced probably.
0: Yeah, for sure. I and mean, we could do like a whole podcast My on cat, these anniversary yeah. shows. Um, and even <laughs> even the the after parties from the anniversary shows, there's a ton of stories that are out there about those. So um, if you haven't checked those out, I know that the 15th and the 25th anniversary, they are like floating around somewhere on the internet. So uh, it's worth checking out as part of like a piece of SNL history. Uh, but James, I, I'm curious also, besides the, the 15th anniversary, do you have like a favorite era or favorite you know, set of cast members that really you feel like is your cast?
1: You know, and everybody always says it's the, you know, where you, your high school team, which is very much for me, um, Similar uh for me. So here's a kind of a strange thing that kind of also Gravitated, you know gravitational pull to snl for whatever reason it was martin short. Um, I There's a movie inner space that I think came out in like 1987, which, um, you know, I don't know how many of you out there have have seen the the film but um, you know, he's kind of a martin short plays kind of a manic uh, crazy person who got injected with a uh, anyway i won't get into the whole thing but there's this there's this scene where he's kind of manic dancing to twist in the night away uh in the typical martin short you know kind of almost ed Grimley style i'm like who is this guy you know and then it's like three amigos comes out in 1986 and so it was like uh martin short in particular uh when you know when he showed up again at the 15th anniversary that was was that gravitational pull for me um now even though martin short might have brought me uh to get excited about the show uh john you know he was in the cast for that you know that one year uh which is you know people talk about the steinbrenner you know uh season um for me i you know i think dana carvey phil hartman jan hooks john lovitz uh you know david spade and chris farley norm mcdonald when they came a little bit later like that kind of collection of folks uh, Phil Hartman is, is always going to be my, you know, favorite dude. I mean, yeah. he just was, uh, was, was, uh, a 10 in everything he did.
0: Yeah, no, he was. And, uh, if you're looking for more Phil Hartman love, we did, did some of that last week on the podcast, of course, and, uh, uh sorely missed. So, you know, I, I can totally understand how someone from that era, uh, absolutely like loves and admires him for sure. Uh, so that's great. I mean, I I, I really I really kind of get your your love of the show from that time, and and now I want to pivot to how you began collecting all these uh, all this memorabilia and and things that you have now. Because uh, were you always a collector of things, you know, beyond SNL?
1: You know, that's an interesting question. I guess probably you know, like Star Wars for me. It, it, before I can even have a recollection of you know, seeing the films I had always those, you know, Kenner star Wars action figures and stuff. So, and now my boys, you know, my sons play with them and, you know, they're not in a pristine condition or, you know, un- unopened, uh, they're all over the house and, you know, have probably bite marks and things on them. Uh, but you know, star Wars was probably a big collecting thing, you know, collected baseball cards, maybe for a, a short spell. And anyone who's, uh, maybe probably in their forties would even remember like garbage pail kids. That was like a, a rip off of cabbage patch. And those were cards that I remember in junior high collecting and we weren't allowed to bring in the school. They were just, you know, naughty or something, but, um, SNL, I don't even know, you know, it was just, you know, probably started with books or just starting with collecting, you know, recording on VHS at the time, just episode after episode. And then, you know, they start releasing things almost within these anniversary specials, you know, these, these different kind of collector items, whether they're, uh, uh figurines or whatever came out, you know, for the 25th and different things like that. So uh, over time, you know, I think people would probably get them, you know, for my birthday or Christmas or something. Um, and then I would just hang on to them. And before you know it, you're, you're a collector or, a self-proclaimed uh, archivist, I guess, or something. But um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's it's the thing. Yeah,
0: me. and for those who are watching on video, uh, you could see behind James, he has a ton of SNL things that he is showing on the screen. And that's, you know, this is his office setup that he has for us. And, um, you know, I, I want to kind of get into some of your favorite pieces. But I think it, an important, you know, starting point is to really discuss... You mentioned two different things. One is the collection of SNL recordings, which is you know the episodes that you record on VHS, and and then there's the actual you know set pieces and things that are used in in the sketches. So let's kind of you know separate those two things and talk about the different types of memorabilia. Because with regards to you know recording VHS tapes of things, uh, there's a lot of episodes out there. You know, as someone who went back and and watched the entire run of the show. Uh, some of the episodes and the original copies are very difficult to find because of, you know, music rights and, you know, things that have been, you know, sketches that have been cut, cut out or cut down for whatever reason over the last 45 years. So a lot of these, you know, original copies of these episodes are actually, I would think, very rare and ones that a lot of people are searching for.
1: No, I agree. Um, and just not to get into the weeds with like sort of my day job or whatever in terms of, you know, I'm not... Uh, uh, a lawyer or have any kind of legal background when it comes to synchronization rights or copyright. Um, but, you know, that's that's the answer for the folks who are going, you know, why can't I see all of these things? I mean, sometimes they'll do the things where they, uh, you know, swap music out or 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 cleanly edit something. Uh, but for the most part, even the musical guests or things that have uh, background music is what makes it all complicated. Um, and the closest thing we got, I think, um, was uh, not 100% accurate, but the first five years when those came out on on DVD, a um, uh, number of years ago here, not that long ago, but, you know, it was at a time where DVD was a thing, and now, you know, it's, it's more digital. So, uh, I, you know, I'm just... You know, to, not to get in the weeds, John, or to get on a uh, side a tributary, but I know that those are things that, uh, you know, I see people in the, in the, you know, Reddits and then in the different discussion groups talking about trying to, you know, access different episodes. And at least we have on Peacock now where we can see a lot more than we used to be able to have uh, easy access to. So that's good. But um, you're right. It's hard to, it's hard to watch. Uh, the entire uh, episode as it aired in its uh, original form, uh, especially uh, the older episodes. And um, so I have been collecting those for quite some time, as well as, uh, you know, kind of like the specials, I guess, you know, like Biography did a thing on on Lauren and the show several years back, uh, E! Network. Um, You know, there's just been a lot of different specials over time, where especially for me, I've really enjoyed um, those, you know, kind of behind the scenes uh, type things. Uh, so those, um, but then I think you were asking a little bit about the more um, tangible. Uh, well,
0: yeah. So so let's 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 kind of close the chapter on the the episode. You know, like the actual VHS tapes that like you were saying about the recordings of the episodes. Because I know that they're, you know, if we don't talk about it, I know that there's going to be a lot of people who are listening that are going to ask. Questions about it because, um, like, there there are some wonderful blogs out there that do recaps now of episodes from like the 70s and the 80s and 90s, and I know that a lot of them are like, "Oh, does anybody have an original copy of this sketch or this sketch?" And I, I am curious from you, like, is that something that you know as an SNL historian? are these things that are like sacred that you hold on to that it's like, okay, I don't want to necessarily share these. Or is this something that, um, you know, like you, you kind of feel that everybody should have access to all of these sketches. I,
1: I think that, uh, without getting myself into trouble or again the copyright trouble, yeah, yeah. I, I think that it's, you know, um, you know, most people are just wanting to, to see what they've missed and, and be able to partake in it. And I understand, you know, um, you know, NBC or Broadway video being able to not distribute. But, uh, you know, if your question is, uh, you know, one of the, th- I guess I would say it this way. One of the things that is uh, so remarkable, admirable about um, your your show and the community, John, is just, you know, people, um, you know, leaning on each other and, and having the opportunity again, look it, to me, this, you know, it, it's easy for me to look in the beer and think about the star Trek, uh, sketch. That's like, you know, it's just a TV show people come on. But there's also a part <laughs> of me too. That's like, you know, I do have a day job that is not, uh, related to any of this stuff. Uh, but there's something about, you know, the, uh, the therapeutic nature of comedy and just like laughter is the best medicine even though the jack handy quote will say that uh something about his family dying of tuberculosis or something uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> very so true. I digress
1: i guess but um A deep thought no, i yeah. mean this is uh, yeah this is so in the uh, memorabilia things is i was going to pull this out um yeah so go for it M- michael streeter uh is, is is a is a guy that probably some of the people in the community know but he wrote a book several years ago on the films of Tom Schiller uh, who uh, was there in the early days and then came back in in, in the 90s Schiller reels uh, you know the the digital shorts um, and uh, so when he was putting together uh, this book he um, it was at a time where there wasn't as many of these community groups that had access to episodes. And somehow um, Michael found me and there was a couple different episodes with uh, the Schiller uh, reels, the the videos that he could not locate. And he asked, you know, hey, do you have these? And, of course, I did and was helpful. And, you know, one of the cool things, so this usually sits on the shelf back there, is on the acknowledgement page here, is, you know, thanks. And there's there's my name right there, James awesome. Stevens, on the same page that has Lorne Michaels, you know, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, all these people. So it's like that's it's really one of the, cool. like the cool like geek out moments is like you know you're listed in an acknowledgement of uh, uh, some of your 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 heroes and some of those legends. But that's a, an example, I guess, John, of just going. Look. Yeah. uh, Some people just want to uh, revisit history, and there's a part of SNL that really is that timestamp of what was going on in the country and the world um, that week.
0: Yeah, so, so James, I mean, here's the thing that's interesting is that we've made a lot of really good comparisons over, you know, since we started this podcast between professional sports and Saturday Night Live. And this is where I, I would struggle if I didn't have access to some of these old sketches and things like that, is that, um, you know, if we're talking about somebody breaking a record or has this ever happened before, you know, we talked about um, the Dave Chappelle monologue this season, which was right uh, post election. And it turns out that, you know, through my research, I've determined that that was the longest monologue of all time. But if I didn't have access to every monologue since 1975, there's no way of knowing that, you know, the same way we don't know that if, um, you know, if certain, you know, baseball statistics or, or, you know, Patrick Mahomes, you know, throwing for the most yards, like imagine there was some game from the, from the sixties where somebody threw for 600 yards and we didn't know about it. And uh, you know, like there's just so many examples that I could think of that as a historian, it would be frustrating to kind of not have that information. So what I would say is, is that I think you brought up an excellent, excellent point, which is that we are in the process, you know, of building a community of SNL fans that can lean on each other. And that's not to say that we're, you know, we we certainly respect NBC and Broadway video and their intentions with all of the sketches. But the truth is is that, you know, I, I want to continue to connect with SNL fans and people like you who have access to these things so that we can we can talk about SNL understanding the full scope of the history of the show. And I think that's super important.
1: No, I I agree. And it's it's why, you know, when you watch one of those uh rebroadcast episodes and there's like a film that was placed in there, uh, in place of, uh, you know, some sketch for whatever reason that was pulled. And you're like, ah, man, I heard about this sketch and I was looking forward to it. And it's not in the, in the rerun or the version that I have. And how do I find that? And, uh, uh, you know, there's people out there that have it. And, 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 and in most cases people are, uh, friendly and nice and supportive and, and, uh, uh, you know, aren't going to get in, to trouble I don't think again I uh yeah know, well, being be careful with my
0: <laughs> how I say that No, no yeah. you you're right you're right and and I'm only I'm only having the discussion because you are the right person to have this discussion with as somebody who who is you know recorded their own shows and there are other people like you out there who have you know recorded stuff and collected um but I think it's it's really cool to talk about because it is something that's on people's minds when they're like they get inspired to go back and watch the show but you know, I, I want to move on to the other stuff, which is all of the memorabilia that you've collected. That's just beyond recordings of the episodes, because you have a lot of really cool, you know, things from the show that that I, I'm sure people would love to see and and hear how you got them.
1: Yeah, and you know, I don't know the the best way to, you know, kind of do show and tell, because, you know, this is my home home office and I've got a lot of it there uh, on the shelves behind me or over here. But, um, you know, like I said, figurines, I mean, Funko pop characters are now kind of the, the cool, um, you know, more recent hip things that, uh, that, that are out there. Um, but, you know, everything from matchbox collectibles to a, uh, to calendars over the years, they've had uh, a series of, you know, I think the most recent one was uh, 2018. Uh, there's all sorts of drinkware that I that I have, like mugs, tumblers, shot glasses. Uh, there's playing cards; those came out here pretty recently. I have uh, Saturday Night Live socks, costumes, wow, uh, puzzles. Uh, board games, in fact, um, I think there's like four different versions. There's one that came out, I think, in 1993. There was a, uh, a trivia one, and then the Trivial Pursuit DVD edition came out. Uh, the most recent one, actually, uh, my wife got me for my birthday, and I haven't opened it yet, but oh, wow. uh, is uh, is this one here. Um, and it tells you that uh, actual product and colors and components may vary. So uh, just so you... <laughs> You know, that's a nice disclaimer there, John. In case you're, you know, wondering,
0: I was. Um, <laughs> um, but you mentioned the, you mentioned the uh, the Funko Pops, and uh, I actually I do have the Dick in the Box ones. So yes, that would, yes, yes, uh, yes. That would be. I got those for uh, from a friend for for my birthday. So <laughs>
1: yeah, so I've got those back there, and the more cowbell and the Spartan cheerleaders. Um,
0: So Uh, what would, what would you say if like, if, if I had to, if I was like coming to your home and we were going to hang out and I said like, you got to show me your three favorite things that you have that you've collected from SNL over the years. Do you have like a top three?
1: uh, Let's see. So there's some old periodicals, you know, TV guides from the seventies. Some really old, uh, you know, magazines, some of them are framed back there on the wall. There's some, now I haven't, Done a whole lot with uh, some of these production documents, you know, like rundowns. Like, you know, the for those of you that are, um, you know, Saturday Night Live savvy, kind of behind the scenes people on the pink sheet of paper is the is the. Uh, Dress rehearsal rundown and on the green sheet of paper is the uh, is the live rundown Uh, but then I also have some like studio schedules like some uh, rehearsal schedules like in in the studio and when they blocked uh, casting calls for uh, different things like that but the cue cards I've got two uh, a couple cue cards from the show one of them is the uh, live from New York it's Saturday night from uh, I think that one was from The 2002 cameron diaz jimmy world episode and then I have one um Uh that says we have a sticker. We have a great show beck is here. So stick around. We'll be right back Uh, that was uh from the jennifer gardner episode, uh in 2003 uh, so those uh, those, uh cue cards are kind of uh one of the things that uh i enjoy. Here let me show you this cuz i i do have a couple things that i wanted to show and tell.
0: Well actually wait, before you get to that cuz i yeah. cuz i do want to i do want to yeah. comment on the cue cards. Also i know that uh Wally, the wow. cue card guy from the show, wonderful person, he actually has something uh out there now where where he will make you a custom cue card if you if you reach out to him. He's doing that and um and uh, I believe there for order. But if I know that was something, an initiative that I, I don't know if he started over, uh, you know, since March, since COVID started. But uh, I think it's really like wonderful that, you know, people, if you if you want a custom cue card created for you, that that is an option that's available from from Wally. So if you want to reach out to him on Twitter, I think that is something that you can do as well.
1: No, that's the, John. Thank you for mentioning because Wally is a is a good human being, and you know the, most most everybody with associated with that show is is and is just a, is a great uh, family uh, that that you know kind of love working together. But yeah, I think Wally did put that together here, sort of during pandemic times, and it's just reasonably priced, and get your own cue card with your name on it or, or whatever is 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 really pretty uh, really. Pretty cool, um, from the crew standpoint. Um, yeah, sure, I have some of these uh, jackets, like crew wow. jackets. Like this one is from like the early '80s, um, which is uh, one that I don't really wear out uh, too often, as you can probably.
0: So know. wait, can you tell me? Tell me about that. So this is something because because people are gonna have questions. So this is something that the crew would wear during so this is from the 15th anniversary right this this
1: one is from the 15th anniversary um and so a lot of times they would get these uh for uh special um obviously 15th anniversary um a lot of the crew would wear them you know the studio's cold because they keep it you know uh you know kind of chilled because uh the the lights and and all that kind of thing. Um, but then it's just, you know, kind of one of the part, part of the perks that they would, they would get, I know there's, there's, um, a few years ago, um, Lauren, uh, always does a a really pretty nice Christmas uh, gift for everybody. And he did, I don't know if you've seen these, these, uh, um, uh converse uh sneakers uh, converse tennis shoes with the, i think i the have script, yeah script logo on the side so cool um yeah and so everybody got one of those and a little card that says uh merry christmas from lorne um uh so i think that that's that's what kind of these things are i was excited to kind of come into because we saw this one so often oh, wow. at the 40th yeah um and the live from New York since October eleventh, nineteen seventy five. So, you know, some of these pieces um, are, uh, are are kind of just fun to to you know, kind of have in the collection. Um, that fortieth one is is one sometimes I do wear out just because it is really yeah amazing, I would is uh, is is really a nice. Uh, I mean, that's a Roots jacket. Uh, amazing. Uh, yeah, and. Um, Speaking of uh, The crew um, Again, this is just kind of like random stuff. Like you always see them with their badges and their credentials Um, So, you know got one of these it never really got me personally access Uh, but sometimes you just you know find uh, ways in which uh, you run into those. Um, so
0: for everyone who's listening on audio, James showed three different jackets. So this there was a 15th anniversary one, a green one, and a 40th anniversary one. And as well as a, a press pass, or not press pass, a, a crew pass that for people who want to enter the building. So uh, get, definitely watch the video if you want to see them. But for those <laughs> are on audio, I just want to make sure I, I say what you're showing as well.
1: Good, 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 good point. Yeah. Because, in fact, I usually do that myself, listen to the audio. I think I shared that with you. Um, one of the other things that I've been, uh, and I don't have these on the wall just yet, because um, I've been trying to just get them all... Uh, uh, put together here but these these uh cast photos you know so here's the one from the, the the first season here um and i don't obviously the audio folks are not seeing this but um you know here's the uh the uh infamous uh season six folks uh denny Dillon no. and friends um but do no, you know what no, the, no
0: murphy there i don't think right
1: uh not yet uh no. that one is uh let's see, I have one here. I just had a few of these that I pulled over here by the desk. Here's uh, here's Eddie Murphy, them walking. Uh, uh, that's, uh, I think, 1982, 83. Um, but those are actually, um, uh, those that have seen it and those are listening on audio are um, the press kits that NBC would, you know, take the cast photos. Uh, they don't do it exactly. They still take cast photos, of course, but I mean, they would they would send those to the you know the affiliates and the different stations and and on so on the back of them. I've got them in a frame here, of course, but on the back it lists you know left to right who all the people are and you know it has the little you know Saturday Night Live. Uh, every saturday night at eleven thirty 30 eastern and you know that kind of little uh right up on, on the back so uh so that's kind of cool one of the things that i did want to when you said what's well, one of your your coolest things is um when i went to one of the shows in uh i want to say this one was probably um in the early 2000s um you know 2003 2004 um somewhere in there, um, I was, you know, getting some autographs and doing things like, like people tend to do. Uh, and there was a piece that came out, um, about the SNL women, uh, in Newsweek, or I can't remember exactly, uh, what, uh, Maggie was, but, uh, here, uh, I, I, Ran and grabbed the magazine and was fortunate enough to actually have all five of these uh oh wow uh, fine women actually sign it and I've I've got it in in
0: the frame right here so so so, uh, so tell tell the audio listeners who's in that photo.
1: Right. So uh we've got Tina Fey and Amy Poehler and Gasteyer, uh, uh Rachel Dratch and uh Maya Rudolph. So um you know, of course, they weren't all just there uh, walking out of the elevators at the same time, but uh, was uh, fortunate enough to to get to uh, to meet them and, and have them sign that. So that was kind of one of the things that uh, uh, is is kind of fun to have here uh, hanging on the wall.
0: You know, that, that's amazing. Um, and look, you have a you have a lot of really cool things, and I know that there's there's even more. Uh, how how many pieces of SNL memorabilia would you say that you have in total?
1: Uh, it's hundreds. Okay. I, you know, I, I, I figured you were going to maybe ask that John and I, I probably need to do something like a true, uh, uh, historian or, uh, you know, in an archive where you would have everything listed. Um, uh, and I, and I need to do that so that I can answer that question better. There's uh, two things that I can't show you that are in the garage actually. Okay. Um, and one of them is, um, uh, if you've ever been in New York city and you've been on the subway, you know, they have all these big signs that, that, uh, you know, uh, stickers or just, you know, billboard type things on the walls that, that advertise, uh, films, TV, everything like that. There's a really cool one that was, uh, promoting the 40th anniversary. Um, and, uh, it's in pretty nice condition. It wasn't, it was one that was not used, um, all, you know, kind of rolled up when i got it so i could just you know put it on the garage and on the wall and also uh from the 40th uh if you were there or have seen in photos or video um especially the red carpet uh prior to the snl 40th uh there uh 30 rock at the ice skating rink where they have all those flags they had those big snl 40 flags uh I, i it's something i was trying to land for quite some time and finally have one of those. So it's hanging, hanging proudly in the garage. Um, but, uh, yeah, just a lot of just weird, you know, random <laughs> pieces. And I, I probably need to just, uh, as you suggest, John, uh, a log. To, uh, yeah have have them logged right? <laughs> right exactly
0: um okay so so this this is really cool uh, again uh, if you're not watching the video you're missing out on seeing some really really amazing pieces of SNL history uh but I know that there are going to be pe- there are going to be people who are going to ask me or ask the show like how did you come into some of these items and I don't need you to give away your secrets or your friends that may have you know I've do, done you some favors and given you some things, but, you know, for someone in general who is asking, how do you go about collecting SNL memorabilia? Is there some advice you can give to some people who would be interested in maybe starting their own collection?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I've seen on Reddit, uh, a lot of people recently who have, uh, you know, found uh, some of the Jack Handy books recently, or there was some a post recently uh, that I saw on that or, you um, you know, any of the, you know, the little matchbox cars like the Swill truck, you know, um, you can find so many things on, on on eBay, you know, or Amazon Marketplace or, or things like that. Uh, um, you know, and it's one of those things that often I just find myself every day, every couple days. Sometimes, you know, just um, you know, so, sometimes life gets busy, and it's it's not uh, as as frequently as that. But to just you know, get in there and check, and uh, you know, eBay, you can sort by you know everything from most expensive to least expensive to, to, to newest uh, post and, and, and kind of just see what things are there. Um, a lot of times I'll go through SNL um, uh, memorabilia, I think is one of the things you can check rather than just like Saturday night live period, because then you just get so many uh, DVDs and videotapes, you know, it's been there, done that. But some people are really collectors of, um, uh, you know, all those DVDs, you know, and, the, and, the, and even the VHSs. Some people just like to be uh, uh, really thorough and, and complete the set of, of just having those. Um, and so it, it can be a lot of fun, um, you know, without giving away uh, secrets or, or, or saying here's, here's how and, and, and that kind of thing. I guess I would um, tend to just underscore the fact that um, for me, even though I love the comedy, uh, I've mentioned cast members that I've uh, really uh, gravitated towards uh, over the years. Uh, for me, there's something about the show that is a callback to, uh, you know, it's almost the live element is its own personality, as well as um, uh, you know, paying homage to old timiness of live television, you know, when you've got uh, cameraman, John Pinto uh, you know, in that bucket seat that is uh, in that crane camera, um, you know, there's, there's more high tech things that people could use these days to capture the same kind of shots. It's, it's done for a reason. And it's because uh, there's, there's, you know, that, that show our show that we're talking about right now has, has a certain amount of pride and nostalgia, I think, to, um, it's, it's roots and, 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 television's roots and, uh, and, and it's kind of a long-winded way to say John, but it's like the crew is really, really just the best in the business and just some amazing people. And, um, uh, it's, uh, that probably, uh, amazes me or, or has me, Um, As excited, if not more so sometimes than the actual performers, especially the times that I've uh, been fortunate enough to see the show live Uh, during the actual commercial breaks and you see the uh, choreographed chaos of just uh, moving things in and out is just, um, you know, there's, there's nothing else like
0: it. It's, it's amazing, and I, when, whenever I have a discussion with anyone about the crew and how they put the show together, I always go back to a podcast that I used to listen to about SNL with two writers who used to write about the show named Mike Ryan and Ryan McGee, and they did the, I think it was the Not Ready for Primetime podcast, and I used to listen, and they would say, you know, regardless of how you felt about the show on any given Saturday night, it's a miracle that the show gets done, you know, in time and put on At Saturday at 1130. And, you know, everybody knows that famous quote of Lauren saying, you know, we put it on because it's 1130. But, you know, that that is, that is true. But the amount of hard work that goes to get the show on every single week, it's almost like you, you don't even see it when you're watching the show. But if you really, if you really, you know, if you were there and you attended a show or you spoke to some of the crew members or really got into what goes into the entire week of making that show, you would know how difficult it is to produce it and why it is not easily replicated. And and that's the thing, you know, people have tried over the years and there are, you know, there are certainly other shows that people love that are in the vein of Saturday Night Live, but there is only one SNL. And it is because of how hard the crew works to put on the show.
1: No, it's it's true. And I know we're maybe kind of in a different, uh, uh, you know, different trail of thought here. But, uh, you know, like I, something came to mind when you said the, the Lorne Michaels comment, we go on not because we're ready, but because it's 1130 is, you know, Don Roy King, you know, the current director. He's been there for a number of years now uh just you know very talented and just so humble just you know one of the the you know uh you know best in the business type of folks who just said you know when he first got there he's like there's no way that this is the way they do the show there you can't do a show this way and he's just like you know I don't know how we do it but but we do it somehow and and his crew his camera folks and and Jenna and Chris the stage managers You know, it's uh, it's there's no one like them and what they do in any other um, any other television show, any other production. There, there isn't a version of them. I mean, there are other stage managers, but it's not it's not
0: it's it's, different. SNL is unique. So that you're you're totally right. Um, You know, one of the things that I, I really wanted to cover with you tonight. You know, beyond all the, the the showing off of your memorabilia, is I know a lot of people will question. In you know, in sports, there is a official you know Hall of Fame that you can walk into. For example, in Cooperstown for baseball, if you wanted to walk in there, and you would see you know autographed baseballs of uh, somebody's you know f- you know a famous baseball player's first home run and maybe their five hundredth home run and uh, you know different artifacts that are there. And I know this was a discussion that you and I had when we first spoke, which was that, you know, you can go right now, um, maybe not during COVID times, but during regular times, you can go to NBC and you can do a studio tour and you can see really cool aspects of the studio. You can go to 8H, they'll show you, you know, part of the part of the stage and they'll have you, you know, sit at your own weekend update desk and they do things that are very touristy, but there is not really an official SNL museum for memorabilia, and as an SNL historian, I'm curious your thoughts on that, and if you think that there, there, you know, there should be a way to commemorate these famous sketches and and set pieces more.
1: Yeah, so you know, they did in New York first for the 40th, and then Chicago, I think, second and last, uh, the SNL exhibit. It was a a, a touring. Well, touring in the sense that it was uh, in two locations, um, but it was a it was a remarkable exhibit uh, that I, I I attended the Chicago version. Um, and I think, you know, when we bought our tickets and went in there, they said something like, you know, it'll take you an hour to go through or an hour and a half or something like there. And it was like, you know my wife and I just laughed because you know we we meticulously went through and looked at everything, you know with a with a, a very keen eye or whatever. and so you know three hours later or something we've basically got to the end of it but um that was remarkable in the sense that they had really um you know they had some documents, some letters signed uh by. Uh, you know from for, you know thank you notes from from you know celebrity guests to Lorne uh that he had kept and and and, and gave uh, to, uh for the purpose of this uh museum walkthrough. Uh you know priceless photographs. Um the uh there were you know all these you know kind of wigs and 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 face uh not that, Kristen Wright Roy- Roy- yeah <laughs> Roy Right exactly not Kristen Wig. Um, But, uh, you know, one of the things that I just thought was really, really cool was encased here in this glass, these these levels of, uh, the, uh, commercial parody, uh, items, you know, like the actual boxes of like, I have a, a colon blow box over there. That's not obviously (laughs) the original, uh, from the show, uh, but this was all those things you know this is like uh, woomba is sitting right there and you know and and here's uh um, you know all the different like medications over the years that they've they've parodied and things and so those all exist and somebody's kept them and that you know they had uh, um, uh, you know a weekend update desk uh, that you could go and you know get a photo with as well as uh, some of the you uh, um, the scenery that they put together for the 40th, you know, some of those sketches that they did in, in, in real time there, you know, uh, celebrity jeopardy and, and California's and th- things like that, that they actually just took from, from the 40th. And then they took on the road to this thing. Uh, so that was really, really cool. But to your point, John, where is that stuff and who's, you know, who's keeping those things and and how do you, uh, you know we're getting uh you know what is it four years away from the 50th and people are not getting any younger and, and, and to that um uh, to that point sometimes they even just get a little nervous with with just you know how are we going to uh, uh, you know keep the uh the memory alive of some of these things and and just you know it, the important place that I think uh, the show has had uh you know, uh, on television history, uh, you know, if that makes sense,
0: it definitely does. And uh, it is a question that I had asked, and and I was curious about over the you know the last few years because um, I do know that you know if you watch some of the behind the scenes stuff, whether it's you know the the makeup artists or the costume uh, designers or set designers, you know, oftentimes you'll see backstage that they do have. Some type of um, you know documentation, as well as like racks of old you know costumes and set pieces and stuff that I have seen in whether it's specials or behind the scenes clips on YouTube in the past. I just don't know. You know maybe maybe you don't know either but i just don't know you know how that stuff is properly logged in the same way you know we were talking about you logging your own memorabilia i don't know if snl logs it in that same way i do know that um you know for the 40th for example when you had emma stone come out as rosanna rosanna it's like okay well i mean this looks like rosanna rosanna i assume that they kept a lot of the gilda Radner stuff i i like you know it's probably easy to to reproduce those things but you know, my, my brain as a super fan of SNL and almost like a, it almost goes to like a nerdy superhero, you know, super fan place where I wish there was like a room that people could walk in where it's just like, you have your, your SNL famous costumes, like all like lit up as if they're like shrines of old characters and and the history of the show. So, you know, you would have like your B costume on one side and, you know, you have your like Roseanne, Rosanna Dana on the other and and everything, you know, as as you get through the years and you could kind of like walk through the years and see the famous characters, like whether it's like, you know, people are going to roll their eyes, but like whether it's like a ghillie or something like that, as you kind of move more um, more forward towards the present. And you can see these characters and and walk through them. And I, I just hope that one day that there is something like that because I know that SNL super fans would love to have that.
1: Yeah, I think they have some. Um, you know, like I think the the you know John Belushi's bee costume. I think is one that I, I had seen. Um, and sometimes on the on the ninth floor, uh, where the where the balcony is, and and when you're uh, exiting and entering from the elevators, there, um, there's often. Um, uh, a setup of a couple different uh, costumes over the years that 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 are there kind of on display. And some of those actually were in the uh, exhibit. Uh, a lot of them, you know, like Church Lady on Forward, you know, they started really kind of, I think, archiving those a little better. You know, I don't recall, uh, you know, to what degree early on did they think the show was going to be having you know, 45, 46, 47 seasons, you know, um, if you go back to me, it, it always sort of goes back to the 15th anniversary, you know, they, they put that hallway together to have some of those, uh, photos on the wall at the time of the 15th anniversary. You know, if you go back, like I was just watching, uh, from, uh, uh, season, uh, 12 uh chevy chase steve martin and martin short uh that december episode when the three amigos came out and, and and uh steve martin goes down the hallway there in in 1986 there's there's nothing there uh so you know there's a long time of like really to me it seems like that they were not really archiving things um you know to the best of their ability and here's here's another point to that is when they uh, in the fortieth and, and a couple times I think prior just prior to the land shark showed up. They mm. recreated that piece.
0: Yeah. Because
1: they had lost or you know, maybe Chevy took it. I, who knows? Uh, but it, you know, it was. You know, it's not like they. You know, they kept all those, all those items. And I think now they are probably doing a little bit, you know, better job of of, of locking those things down. But I don't know. You know, that's uh, that's where uh, folks like uh, you and I and, and the and the and the fan network of folks who just say, uh, uh, you know, keep the history alive. I guess.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, like I said, we're building a community of people, and there are communities out there. And I, I hope we can all come together for the same common goal, which is that we love the history of Saturday Night Live. You know, that is why I created this podcast. And and for us, you know, talking about memorabilia is a whole other aspect of the history of the show. So, um, it's really, really cool to see some of these pieces, and and I know I want to continue the discussion with you in the future about, you know, things that you've collected and stories that you have from over the years, so uh, so I do want to keep that conversation going, but, you know, while we're here and while we're talking, I'm also curious about your thoughts on the current season of the show, so uh, how, you know, you, you said, you know, you love the show in, in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s, how do you feel the show is now in season 46?
1: i i really am enjoying it i i'm very glad to see that uh everybody's back uh in the studio i mean i think the uh um i i enjoyed the the uh the uh the three that they did uh, from home uh they were just a different um uh, a feel, a different uh, vibe entirely, and as as we've mentioned, others have mentioned on on your show here, uh, some people have had, had the opportunity to shine in different ways uh, by producing those pieces uh, from their own uh, from their own homes. Um, but there's something just about you know Studio 8H and being back. Uh, and being live um you know even though there's maybe more recorded pieces than uh typically because of the uh, uh you know restrictions uh with with the covid uh, pandemic um it's uh it's it's important to be in that place i mean you know they've been there since 1975 with the exception of a uh, a few shows they got you know bumped out of there for uh election coverage or whatever it was at, at different uh times but um you know it's uh I, I do it's it's a large cast and I know that uh uh some of the conversation that you've had on this show has has been related to um you know screen time and how the uh you know the the featured players and the some of the younger um, uh, folks joining the team will have their opportunity to, uh, to shine. And I think that they will, um, but I just, you know, enjoy that the fact, you know, they're coming back with three more, uh, it, you know, it sounds like they're just trying to be very, very careful and cautious with, um, you know, making plans and determining how they're doing things with a, a limited number of uh, uh, audience, uh, you know, it's already a small studio in terms of you know that that audience, and it's and it's uh, cut in half or, or slightly, maybe even more than that. But uh, you know, to think about just the the studio and the number of folks that have been associated with that show uh, for su- such a long time, I'm just so glad to see that we're or you know we're we're back to to you know, normal, I guess, as as to whatever normal that can be um, in in producing uh, the show that we've all come to. um, I don't know. We just we just need it. We need laughter. We need uh, you know, there are times where when the show is not in production, we go, oh, man, we need Saturday Night Live right now to comment on on this thing, whatever it is. And uh, I would be remiss to not say again, just you know, to go back to the the, the crew and the studio being what really kind of glues the whole thing together. <clears throat> you know, recently Hal Wilner, who had been music coordinator for for such a long time, uh, you know, Phil Himes, lighting director, uh, lighting designer uh, for forever, uh, you know, or some of the, the more recent uh Joe Dixo uh stage manager from back in the day. Um you know no one's getting any younger and and everything from uh you know you know Lauren I think he just had his 76th birthday uh earlier this month. Um it, you know I just uh I'm glad that we're together again. And we're, we're, we're making, uh, we're making some comedy and we're, we're and we're in, and, and when we're not laughing, we're at least, uh, you know, there's something about SNL. I think that, you know, you think about the uh, the first show after 9-11 and some of the other, uh, you know, different uh, tragedies that sometimes they just know how to comment uh, to say, you know, we're all in this together and we're experiencing it together like no other show really does. And so um, I know that's probably not exactly the kind of answer you wanted to hear in terms of like, you know, who's your favorite cast member and. and
0: <laughs> No, kind of no, thing, I, but <laughs> J- James, we get a lot of people who are on the show who get an opportunity to tell us about their favorite cast members and favorite episodes and stuff like that. You'd, I think what you answered, the way you answered the question. Is exactly what I was looking for because you know we had these six episodes to start the season and it was so nice to be back that's what you know that's what it really felt like it was like you know getting back together with family and you know you're talking about the crew that have been at the show for so many years that that aren't around anymore and and to you know to see your cast members that you know some of them some people don't love the current cast some people absolutely do love the current cast and everyone has different opinions about the you know the show but just the fact that the show is on and it looks like the show is comfortable at a time when things aren't so comfortable and i i think it's really you know really nice the way you said it and um it, it you know personally it hit me a little bit more in the three weeks that we just didn't have the show And I don't know, you know, to be completely honest, you know, to take away the, uh, you know, rip the curtain off, I don't know if it's because I'm doing this podcast and I'm so invested in the show that it really felt like a little bit of a void. But it was like, it was so nice to be back for even for six weeks. And then just to have it go away for a few weeks was like, oh, okay, like, it, it was like, almost like a little bit of a tease. And I know this is normal circumstances throughout the entire history of the show. But it was like I, I was craving for this announcement of these last three episodes, and so glad you know things were looking iffy for a little bit. And I was really glad to hear that we're gonna you know close out the year and hopefully continue through the rest of the season and do, you know you know finish the show uh, in season forty six the way that it should be. So I guess to sum up what I'm saying is that. I I totally agree with you that I think that there's an element of comfort we get from watching the show now and seeing all of our, you know, brothers and sisters that are, are on the show on a weekly basis. And I'm just thrilled to, to have it after, you know, it not being there for a while.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I love how you articulated that point too. It's just, uh, uh and yeah and there's something uh, you know about the the brief hiatus the three weeks right now where you're just like thank gosh we're coming back again um and i still can't i'm still just blown away that they did six shows in a row.
0: oh me too i'm not taking it for granted please uh you know it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's for me it's like uh I, i'm very thankful that we had those shows and that we're having more shows it's just as as a you know i'm sure everybody can relate who's listening along or watching us today you know you just you can never get enough and and you, you know i'm happy that they had a, had a break and and have the holidays and i hope that we have a killer next three shows and that's that's really my goal uh you know to to hopefully cover them in the best way i possibly can and give you the background on a lot of really fun things that are gonna happen between now and christmas um i guess james you know before we close out today for anyone you know when i'm i'm doing these shows and i'm telling people for anyone who's watching these next few episodes and throughout the rest of the season, keep an eye out for, you know, this statistic or, or, you know, who's saying live from New York or how much screen time people are having, you know, I, I'm looking at things from a numbers and analytic standpoint a lot, but if you are, let's say SNL stats, official memorabilia consultant, Is there anything, you know, because I know that everybody watches the show and looks for different things, for anyone who is just like you that loves the history of, you know, perhaps the set pieces or things that people are wearing on the show, is there anything that you would say that people should kind of look out for for the rest of the season uh, that they may not have thought of before?
1: Wow, Um, that's an interesting question. you know, uh, there's there's a lot of people who watch it differently. I, I'll say th- I'll say it this way: if you're watching it live and you're able to see, you know, the commercial bumpers, the teasers, uh, where you can see the the set, you know, getting moved in there and kind of Lauren standing there on the floor and all that kind of stuff, um, that is uh, that's kind of what I'm talking about in terms of just like that live uh, feeling you know, that you're just jumping off that diving board and you can't go in reverse. Um, and, and for me, that's, that's, that's the thrilling part of all of it. Um, if you're watching it on, um, you know, you know, YouTube or social media or, or, or some kind of, uh, you know, streaming service afterwards, you don't, uh, unfortunately you don't get those pieces. Um, I don't know to, to, to what to be looking forward to, except that I'll say this. Uh, one of the other things that I do really, really enjoy, and I've enjoyed them from the beginning. And again, this is just another example of there haven't been that many people in the 46 years of the show who have been doing different jobs is um, the the uh, host and musical guest bumpers. Uh, the, the photography uh, that, is, that is done uh, coming in and out of uh, commercial. I, I personally always enjoy those. Um, uh, side. Uh, the funny story, it, it, when I was living in um, uh, New York State, uh, at one point there was an affiliate that cut those out to put in a promo uh, of their own uh, affiliate uh, things that were coming up every week. Uh, and I was just like, well, we can't have this, you know, this is, you know, and, and, uh, so I, I, I made a little, I made a little fib and I went to the affiliate and I was just like, this is, uh, so unfortunate that you're cutting these, uh, uh you know, beautifully shot photographic, uh, bumpers for the show. And I just want to see my aunt's work. I can't believe that you're depriving me of, of. You know, I'm. I'm. Uh, I want to see what my aunt is doing. I. She. You know, I'm her nephew. Of course, I'm not Mary Ellen's uh, nephew. But uh, uh, I never heard. That, from that would have been a,
0: a really funny reveal for the end of the show for people who stuck around till the end of the podcast. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. But they
1: they fixed it like that, and they were like, uh, sorry. Uh, and and that's all it took. So uh, I, I I I'm not condoning lying, but. Uh, Uh, At least we got uh, Mary Ellen's uh, bumpers to show up. You
0: you did your part for SNL. So we all we all appreciate it. And everyone who lived in your area definitely did. (laughs) Um, James, this was this was great. I'm so excited. I know that there's so much more that we could cover and get into. But, um, you know, like I want to save this for the future because we're going to be having you on definitely again. And uh, you're a big friend of the show and a loyal listener. So I'm so happy that I got to connect with you. And and where can if you know if anybody wants to reach out to you and talk to you a little bit more about uh, like what you do and and the things you've collected is there anywhere where people can reach you? Well,
1: you know that's a good question because you know I'm I'm on Facebook and uh, I I've been lurking I guess is the way you say it in the the SNL Reddit uh, so maybe I need to be a little bit more active there. Um, but uh, yeah, this is uh, probably me dipping my my. Uh, big okay. turn water a little bit more here john so i'll uh, i'll uh I, it's just a pleasure to to be uh, on on the program so thank you for having me
0: uh, absolutely uh for sure and if anybody has questions there for you know snl memorabilia and the conversation we have with james how about you reach out to me because i'm on twitter and and instagram and wherever you need to reach out and i'd be happy to uh to ask anything to james if you would like to reach out to me so uh, we could do it that way Uh, Okay. Well, thank you so much, James. Uh, I would like to plug uh, once again that, you know, we're back starting next week. SNL is back and we have a great show with Jason Bateman who hosted, uh, you know, once before and I think it was 15 years ago. So uh, a little bit unexpected, but excited to have him back and um, musical guest Morgan Wallen who, as everybody famously knows, was supposed to be on the show earlier in the year and uh, Lauren gave him a second chance. So uh, we're all about second chances here. So uh, happy to have him and I think it'll be a great show. And we have Timothy Chalamet and Kristen Wiig coming in. So an exciting few episodes with regards to what's coming up on the SNL Stats podcast. We are back with our roundtables. They are gonna be out on audio overnight Monday into Tuesday, so you can listen on the way to work or whatever you're doing. If you're hanging out in the house and you got kids running running around and you wanna tune out for a few minutes in in your AirPods, uh, it'll be available for you on Tuesday mornings. And then our videos will be available by Tuesday afternoons on our YouTube page. To not miss an episode, please subscribe on YouTube or on any podcatcher you know leave us a star rating as well if you feel like it and as and you know finally the last thing i just want to encourage and i know i say this every show but this SNL stats podcast is created for you guys um i love the show but the most important thing that i want to do is you know get to know you and pe- people like james who you know reach out and and say that they love the show, and that they want to talk more. I mean, this is exactly what I want. So tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like. And we're going to continue to workshop this thing because I want to create a community, you know, within the SNL community that's able to talk about the show from a really cool standpoint. So that's all I'll say about that for now. But I look forward to our show next week. And we will see you then. Have a good one, everybody.